Into the Combat Jack Show, thecombatjackshow.com. Yeah. What the fuck is going on, internets? Yo, Premium Pete, what up? What's going on, Combat? Oh, man, I am ecstatic right now. Why? Man, I think, I mean, you know, usually we have, you know, we usually have a way of doing our episode. Absolutely. But I just felt so inspired to do this completely different. You know, this is an experimental mm. Episode in terms of how we're going to deliver this. You're a visionary now. I wouldn't say I'm a fucking visionary. I'm just excited. Creative I'm mind. I'm a fan of this fucking culture. Yes, you are. I'm so much a fan that I had to reach back. Into time? And grab out DJ Ben Hameen. <laughs> say word. What's up, DJ Ben Hameen? What up, what up, Combat? Burr. Burr. Welcome back on the Combat Check. <laughs> Feels kind of strange being here. Yeah, but, but, but listen, you haven't actually been... In the studio with us on a Combat Jack show for over two years, right? Nah, no, that's not true. I, How I long was the last? Remember, I, I can't. You don't even remember your own shows. I came in. Oh, after I came back from Africa, DJing. Oh, forget it. As a DJ, <laughs> you weren't DJ Ben. I mean, you just Ben. I mean, from Africa. Yeah, that took a minute, <laughs> right? It's been a minute since I've actually DJed on the show since the Sweatbox. Since since fucking PNC, right? Yep. Well, you know, internet, man. The reason why I got Ben Hamin in here, man, is um, I was blessed to get a copy, man, of Pharaoh Monch's new album, man, PTSD. And, and you know, I've been a Pharaoh Monch fan for a long time, man, and, and, and I've listened to all his albums. But I can honestly say, man, for 2014, this is the, the Pharaoh Monch album that I really, as a fan, have been waiting for. So, you know, we, we got Pharaoh Monch. Yes, on sir. the Combat Jack Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode. What's up, Munch? It's good, man. Good to be here. Thank you, man. How you feeling, man? I feel good. I feel great right now, man. Like I was saying, man, it's a, a lot of love out there for the project. And I'm I'm just digesting the good vibrations right now. And um I'm already looking into putting putting that into new vibrations. But for right now, PTSD, man, real good. PTSD, man. What is this about, man? Um, you know, from from the the genesis and the the inception of it, you know, me and my partner Guy got together. Guy Guy Rute is in, in the building. Bro, bro, bro. Media, and he was like, "Yo, you know, this hip hop thing is about being clear and focused in your message, and it doesn't matter what the message is. It could be, yo." You know, I make music about fucking hoes, smoking blunts, getting my dick sucked. Right. And that's what I make music about. If you like that, then fuck with me. Right. And um, if you're honest about that, right. if that is your life. And and that's very important with hip hop and, and, you know, bringing the conversation your way. So it made me focus more on uh, honing in on what this record should be about and being clear about what this record should be about. And before I get into the topic, it's like, we're about the visual and the audio that's like, when you play this record or you watch this film, you know, if you're going to be texting or whatever, this is not the film for you. Right. So, uh, 
you know, he was also like, yo, coming off the War album, you should which get really real. Yeah, which was the last album, Post Traumatic Stress Disorder. And I, I was like, that's an ill, that's an ill title when she on some hip hop shit, PTSD, Post Traumatic Stress Disorder. But then I was like, well, damn, you know, for your fans, if you really going to get into that, you're going to have to dig into your own issues and talk about it from your perspective and get a little transparent with maybe some of your uh, shortcomings or depression or, you know, mental issues or financial issues or whatever and really get real with this record. So we tried to, uh, you know, I tried to come at it from that perspective and really, uh, you know, be real with it. Even when I did research on other people's aspects or the soldier aspect, right? you know, really do some research and get real with it because I knew I could get real with, with my own issues. Right. You know, over the years, man, like I've, as a, as a listener, as a consumer, as a fan, you've come off like as this incredibly super MC. Mm. But now that you touched on that, man, listening to the album, man, I, I was, I was listening to it last night and this morning, man, it, it really is personal. Like, like, like if you really listen to it, you know, you, you divulge a lot of things about yourself, man, that, that, that I didn't know about, or and I'm, I'm sure a lot of your fans didn't know about, man. Was that difficult? Um, It was, you know, like, but, you know, I'm pulling from a specific incident. You know, everybody uh, who knows my music know I have asthma. Right. And I was pulling from a specific incident where. Don't, don't go into that yet. Okay. Don't go in. I'm sorry. My fa- I know my listeners get mad at me mm-hmm. for interrupting my <laughs> guests. So for those of y'all that's going to tweet me this week and be like, stop, why'd you? Fuck y'all. <laughs> but the reason why I, I cut off Munch is because the, the format that I want to experiment with today, we've never done this before, and the reason why we have Ben Amin in here is I kind of really want to bring y'all into the world of this album. You know what I'm saying? I think Farrell's a very important artist. I think this record is a very important record for 20... I, for right now, I'm claiming it album of the year. Fuck y'all. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Whoa. It's still early. It's early. Ain't, none of y'all ain't dropped no shit that I listened to <laughs> twice, three times. You know what I'm saying? So I want to bring y'all... Into, into, instead of giving y'all lip service in terms of like how dope this is and Monch talk about when he was three years old and he fell off the tricycle, let's get into this record, man. So... This is what you want. This is what I want to call a combat jack show in studio listening session. Wow, Farrell Monch's PTSD. Dope, dope. And then we're gonna go through all, you know a couple of cuts that stood out for me. Hopefully they stand out for you. And one of those cuts talk about the issues that you was about to get into. Yes, so sir. let's get into this album, DJ Ben Hamid. You ready? Mm. Yep. Yo, let's go into this first uh, record, man. Uh, I love the title of it. It's called Times Squared. Yes, sir. Across the border, across the border, streets paved in gold often fade. 
on the pain they use to pave the streets is in And greener is the grass on the other side, except for when that other side is Jenna. A sewer, you smile while you sip in the cup of Kahlua. That makes me want a main line of fucking fit to do it. I'm trying to utilize my time to shine here. I realize we only have limited time here. Having a nervous breakdown. Yes, sir. In the middle of Times Square. Yes, sir. That's exactly that shit is what so that is. visceral. Thank you, man. I could see it. Like, what's the temperature? Is it is it <laughs> spring? Is it fall? Like, nah, what's that's the, summer, man. That's summer. hot. It's humid, and you can't breathe, and it's allergies, and it's just way too hot to be losing your fucking job. Right. You know. <laughs> and the record is about. Um, you know, I needed to set the album up. With this this dude who's just like, I can't really, you know, take this shit no more. I got a lot of shit on my mind that y'all don't know that I got to fucking deal with. And I help fucking build this company. And I'm, what are you telling me right now? So, I, you know, it stems from a, a, a episode uh, on the news that I saw a couple years ago where this dude actually went bonkers on, on 34th street on 34th street the guy yeah. went bonkers because he got fired and he right. came back and lit off right so this is a this is based on a real incident yeah like when you start stuttering mm. like it, it feels like the synapses and mm. your brain is fucking getting yeah. <laughs> so i mean you know am i so, putting too much in this no nah, no nah, i wanted that's to exactly, yeah. no, that's what Hold it was. Pete, that's Pete, what Pete. I am, am i am i dick riding yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're not dick Ryan. I, I I will say you're pulling out words of the day, but okay, pull, words of the day, and you're breaking it down, man. Let's nah, I, I'm I'm enjoying this fucking. Record. I would tell you if you were dick Ryan. This is not dick okay, Ryan. You're breaking this down. Yeah, so you know, it's like how you ask. You're asking yourself, as a writer or a director, how do you um, depict that feeling? Right. Or, you know, you're in the middle of this, and motherfuckers got the guns pointed at you, or you're explaining to your wife if you did make it home. Or what happens during those episodes, and I would imagine that you wouldn't be speaking clearly at all, or calmly at all. So, 
I, I thought to myself, it would be a great time to fucking do the stutter shit that you always <laughs> like to do. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it's so appropriate. In it feels like thing. anxiety. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and are you saying then, you know, just to, 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 to hone in, are you saying like cats that go through this shit on a daily basis, the nine to five, you know, I, I worked at a major corporation, man, and it was the most horrible thing in my life because it was a culture of fear. Mm. Not that I would fuck up, mm. not that this and that, but I would get fired. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, I, this, this, it was the fear, the fear was so tangible. Mm. Are you saying that people that work, you know, on a nine to five, man, like they have a sense of post-traumatic stress well, disorder? It's on that brink all the time, especially on weighing on the side of anxiety. I know my best friends are bus drivers, city bus drivers, lawyers, corporate lawyers, digital lawyers, and the pressure that's just placed on them, either dealing with uh, the community or the public or even the weight that's put on people in this economy where people are doing the, the jobs of two people and, you know, your job is weighing on it. it is a tremendous amount of pressure, and right. it's just like, you know, I hear it because these people are my friends and they're like, mm-hmm. yo, B, Stu got on the bus today and I was like, mother, yo, dude, turn the shit down. Right. You know, <laughs> so you feel how people almost go to that brink. Yeah. Real life time. shit. Yeah. Real life shit. It's real life, man. I mean, just just the the, 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 the amount of information you get and these incidents are now you know, where we wouldn't have, you know, information on the bus driver uppercutting mm. the, the young lady. All up in his face. <laughs> All up in his face. You wouldn't get that, you know, years ago. You're seeing it now and you're seeing how, uh, I, don't, I don't mean to go at bus drivers. Even bus drivers are like, yeah. Oh, they man, get harassed listen. every minute of the day. Right. So you can filter that through any job in any nine to five in any situation as well as, you know, music and you know even artists you you the 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 behavior is present and and just prevalent to me how you look at artists and what they got to deal with with celebrity and the same thing and how you know they soothe that with alcohol or drugs or whatever and they act out it's the same thing you know there's it's it's interesting man because i I look at the landscape of 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 rap you know and hip-hop and and I look from the, look at the generation that the generations before, and in a sense how the the art form, like what you do, you know what I'm saying, what what cats like Black Thought do, like the the the, the art form is at such a high level, and not to diss or to hate on the music that 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 that's prevalent right now, but you definitely see a difference, and I would even venture to say like whatever's gone on in the Black community or in our community or in our culture. In a sense, the the, the 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 art form is going through PTSD because mm-hmm. it sounds so broken down right now. Right, and you know, I look at my music like film a lot, and I enjoy all different types of film. And there's 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 good drama and there's bad drama. Right. There's good comedy and bad comedy, and you know, uh, on the pop side of hip hop that you're talking about. There's a lot of that music that I enjoy, and that I rock to, and that people would probably be surprised about. Like, like what? Like, like who? What's like, the ra- um, like? What's the stuff? What would surprise people the most about what you fuck with? Uh, it's mine. I spin it. 
when Two Chains <laughs> came with that, I was like, I fuck with that song yeah. because, you know, even though it's a bad economy, sometimes you get a check and you're mm-hmm. like, this is my <laughs> shit. And you're going to do some dumb rapper shit with I'm your gonna money. I'm do some dumb rapper shit with my money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding around and I'm getting it. You know, I love that record. <laughs> At the same time, you know, um, I feel like he meant that shit, you right. know. And there's a lot of that shit that's just not good at all. In the same vein of those records, or you hear that record pop off, and then a lot of people try and copy right. that style, and you're just like, what what the fuck, man, right. you know? This is ridiculous. That's not even, I feel, what you want to project or say. You're just trying to capitalize off of that rhythm and of that course. cadence. So it's not whatever. honest, in a sense. Same thing with underground or conscious music. It's not good because it's aware of something. Um, music is good because it's good. It has it's, to be good. Yeah, it has to be good. It has to be good. I like like I don't necessarily like the the term or the genre conscious music. Right. Because in my mind, a lot of that conscious music that I've heard is not good. <sighs> it's just niggas rapping. <laughs> I'm saying I just want to hear good music. Miracle, miracle, spiritual. <laughs> nah, fuck that, man. I don't give a fuck what you are, man. I don't give a fuck if you if you fucking elf rap, man. Rap good, man. Yo, let's go to the second track, man. Um, this next track is called uh, "Lose My Mind." DJ Ben Amin. Jesse West on the beat. Jesse West. Yeah, nigga. Jesse West. Jesse West. Jesse West. Bad pre bad boy yeah, days. Sir. Bang bang bang. Who's that? What's fuck? Yeah, third eye, Jesse West. Hold up. Where the fuck did y'all find Jesse West? Man. I mean, Jesse West is a real, real, real dope producer and has been prevalent in doing his thing. This right here is losing my mind, Jesse West, yeah. Jesse West, huh? Yes, sir. Crazy. Yo, yo, internets, man. I know a lot of y'all don't know who the fuck Jesse West is. Google him, man. Google him. Do your homework, man. Yo, there's a lot of depression and despair in that record, man. It's just a heavy record. Yeah. we. I got that beat kind of late in the record. We had already had Times Squared. What I, what I, I feel like that summed up the intro. But I was like, I want to pull you down even more. And that's me counting on the intellect of my my base. Right. And us banking on that. And we're worried like, you know, who starts their album off this slow tempo? Nobody does that. But I'm banking on the intellect of my fan base to get that I'm really trying to put something together here and pull you down for a purpose uh with this record. So I got that beat from him and I was like, this shit is just 
sad and dramatic and all that. So this gives me an opportunity, you know, and I was telling God, I don't really feel yet in the record that I captured what it feels like to be that depressed. Right. So, um, and then, and then you talk about no healthcare, right? Woo. So basically no healthcare means no finances for healthcare. Exactly. You talk about mental health and you bring the, the racial aspect right. of how, 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 how whites basically there's this luxury of them suffering from mental health because that's taken care of. But in our community, that's not. It's not even discussed. It's yeah, it doesn't even um, exist. Boy, you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> man up, little nigga. Exactly, man. I mean smoke this blunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean You sounding like a bitch right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> from even from even your parents or your family because you grinding it out. Everybody's grinding it out. So how do you bring up some invisible shit? I don't want to go to school for some invisible shit. Or I can't go to work today. Why not? I maybe I will. Yeah, because you can't explain it. Right, it's so. intangible. Now, d- did you go personally through health, health? You know, in terms of like health insurance or shit like that. Yeah. Um, like I how was, personal is this record to you? My man, <laughs> my man. Uh, you know, through the through the good years, you're on SAG because your music is in movies and you're on television, and then you go from SAG to you're supported with the label I was on, um, Universal. So everything is great because you're in a system. And you're and happy. A couple of a couple of uh years after the major labels, it was Cobra. And then Cobra was like, All right, man. That's enough now. <laughs> <laughs> Your year's up. Right. And even with Cobra, I was I was paying out of pocket seven hundred and change a month. Mm. I'm like, dude. It's a lot. Like who pays this much out of pocket? Like, this is crazy. And then I was still, you know, with, dealing with asthma, I would still get, go to the doctor and get prescriptions and go to the pharmacy. Like, nah, man. My my monthly nut on med- medication and doctor visits was, like, thousands of dollars. Crazy. So I'm, like, doing shows. Like, all right, that should cover my... <laughs> like, really planning doctor visits... So. From from what you're pulling from shows, so true story. Yeah. So um, that in itself, and um, dealing with asthma, and you know, uh, being like, yo, you need to go to the emergency room. It's stressful. Stressful. Because you're like, that's just not you know not only going to deal with the the side effects of the medication, but that's just going to hit me in my pocket. Right. So you're looking at dudes in the hood with appendix issues, pain issues. That's like. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and go was, to work. Yeah. Yo, there was a a a, a, a very famous singer songwriter that I represented, and the motherfucker had a hernia, a painful hernia, and he said it would hit, like when he would hit high notes, that shit would just start burning. He would just drop to his knees, and, they thought it and was the chicks though. thought that he was being <laughs> dramatic, but he said every time he hit that high note. He would drop to his knees, and it's, it's you know people don't think about the shit that that our that our artists like you know valuable resource to our culture go through, man. That's real stories, man. Um, about a month ago, uh, with the Obamacare, did you, did you sign up for for Obamacare? Uh, I was Affor- on- affordable health. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, man. Um, so I I, I looked into some some affordable health care things. And so I should be straight in a minute. Yes. 
once the websites get <laughs> once they get the fucking but it's a difference right yeah it's a difference man it's like um it's really crazy when you are a, a world traveler right and you travel to sweden and copenhagen germany london canada and you deal with some issues of somebody in your crew twist their ankle or you you have a an incident overseas and the doctors are just like hey everything's everything's all right yeah come in smiling you're taking you're smiling right i'm like smiles everybody's smiling and i and then and then you leave and you're like yo i could i got my insurance they were like insurance for what right it's free it's free and we talk about the evils of 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 socialist countries man, which is crazy man you know what i get from this album man and i don't want to make it a stretch but you know I, i smoked some of that gas last night and I was listening to this <laughs> album, and what I got from this album is, I don't know if everybody, if anybody's ever bought this to you, but it, it's kind of like a rap version of Marvin, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Because mm. you're talking about today's issue. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that... Yeah, I mean, I sought out to uh, just be honest, you know? And this is a portion, that's what's beautiful about hip-hop and writing, it's a portion of what's going on. It's a portion of the the reality of things, you know, that that's happening in the world and with me right now. There's, there's so much more in the world, so much more with me, and I feel just elated about writing and, and hip-hop and making music in, in this scenario. But this album, man, I was like, let's let's make people get into the now. Right. And And... and you you talk about the future and the past and being a bullet and an unborn child and apocalyptic. Let's talk about what the fuck like, that's go going on right now. Life shit that motherfuckers on yeah. the two and three and four train yeah. is going through on a daily basis. Right. Let- yeah, I got a question about the song though, and like um, like you came out with stress years ago, mm-hmm. and like I was a kid, you know, a little younger when that came out, and it was like I thought I knew stress. You know, and now being a grown man and stuff, I see what real stress is. And mm-hmm. you put out a song like this where it's like you just take it to that next level. But how do you deal with it, you know? Um, I think you surround yourself with competent people, like-minded people who uh, can explain and talk out. And you could get a lot of things off your chest with as well as. You have to understand how to pull back from situations as well and what your your vices are and how to alleviate that and how to pull back from that. Like me, I never reach that 34th Street level too much, to be quite honest with you, because I see well, the be red light. Though. Yeah, I see the red Rapper light. Rapper Wilds out on 34th Street. I mean, what? I, Your album would go through the roof, son. I, I wish he did it. Free month. Last Monday. Free Pharaoh. <laughs> Free Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, because you're definitely getting locked up. Yeah. Last Monday, though, if you'd have been locked up for that, I'd be like, wow. I see that red light, and it's like, you know what? My 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 pullback from that is the Knicks, which stressed me out even more. Uh. The Mets, which stressed me out even uh. more. Or different other things that men partake in to Pornhub alleviate <laughs> X and X type time. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, the Mets are going to stress you also, out for many <laughs> lifetimes. Okay? Let that be known, Pharaoh. Also, you're in the gym every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a gym rat. 
you know, I'm not what you, what you on roids or anything, but just even the cardio, man, is like, and uh, diet, you know, is very important to emotional and, and mental stability. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But let's go to this next track, man. I, I, I love this track, man, Damage. Well, you got so many styles on this record, man. <laughs> Lee Stone. They cocked them hammers, waved them llamas, but that's that in front of the camera drama. When the cameras are attached to dollies, I call them dolly llamas. Move, load, hold me in the palm of your hand, load me. You know exactly what I am, murderer. When I'm inserted onto the top of 15 family members, it's the curse of the proverbial anarchy, start of the martyr. This is what I have been converted to do. What I do is insanity, profanity. When they manually hammer me annually, you don't figure phase me, yo. I won't tickety tage you, bro. Figure fucking cut you in half like it's nothing minus the laser scope. Then I will ring your bell like Avon before displaying some of my various tattoos. Trayvon, the Oscar award winning Ayana Jones. Hey, Sean. Sworn to be cannon fodder for your father, slaughter daughters, armor piercing tumblers, more deadlier than napalm. Fuck a stray bullet, I take aim when the gun draws. For everlasting fame, I will maim those who change the gun laws. Cause post-traumatic stress disorder, accent event I work with. My purpose catching bodies like safety nets at the circus. Uh, LL, huh? Yes, LL sir. LL Cool J. Yes, sir. Queens of the Queens. What's right? You from Queens, right? Yes, sir. Uh, is LL a big inspiration to you, man? Oh, man. LL is like everything, man. Like that record right there, Mama Said Knock You Out. Crazy. Game Dude, changer. Game changer. Right. Matter of fact, I was in the studio with, with, with Prince Poe, and uh, he was still working with L.A. Posse okay. when he did that song. And he came to the studio that, that we was working in downtown somewhere, around here somewhere, I don't even remember. And uh, he had listened to some of the Organized Confusion demos, and he was impressed. So y'all wasn't even out yet? Um, we would do, no, we okay, weren't. Right. And he came in and he was like, I got some shit that y'all gonna be like, yo, where do y'all hear this shit? He just said the chorus. I was saying he did some of the rhymes. I was like, all right, yeah. Alright. He came to stun on y'all? Yeah, he did. I'm gonna stun on y'all. <laughs> y'all and, and what's going on through your mind with LL's walking up and talking to you and knowing your demo? Man, I mean stuff like that is what I'm talking about. Like that's that's encouragement, you know, that love. He had already heard some demos and he was like, Yo, y'all nice. People need that, you know right. what I'm saying? And we were like, Yeah, we know it. <laughs> <laughs> But your LL, you know. Right. And Did I y'all mean, give him a little shade? Like, you know, a little hip-hop shade? Like, all right, we good. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> L is the fucking man, right. man. So, so, so Guy was telling me, man, that you've been waiting a long time to find a way to incorporate some part of LL in your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was this is the one. I mean, there's so many quotes from that song. Right. And um, in my mind, if, if you acapella... 
I, I do that a lot uh, when I get beats from people and I don't know exactly what to say yet. I'll just start rhyming some some Ghostface or some some most Def or some OC or whatever Damn. comes to mind. Some Ice Cube, Chuck D. Like I just start saying their rhymes over a beat and trying to embody some of those uh you know those voices or that uh, aggression. And with that, you know, I had been looking to say, "Ooh, you know, fuck you," like right, just right. have that attitude on the joint. And that beat kind of gave me that room to do that. Now, I understand what's, what's really ill about this record, man, is that it's part three to a, a trilogy. Mm. The first one being Stray Bullet and the second one when the gun's drawn. Yeah. So uh, on Stray Bullet with, with Organized Confusion, me and Prince Paul, we did a song from the perspective of a bullet. It was it's so much acclaim from the record. So I tried it again. Let me interrupt you. Okay. Are you the first person to rhyme? Because I know Nas... <laughs> Yeah. And then other people started. Are you the first person to rhyme from the perspective well, of a bullet? Well, that's the first one that was out. That was the first one that was out. Yeah. Okay. That I heard. Officially. Officially. Internets, you heard that, right? This man invented Shit. bullet rap. <laughs> 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 so, God, I'm sorry. We man. got so much acclaim. And then um, uh, when I when I got to Desire, I, I heard another beat. And I was like, yeah, you. this would be a challenge to try and do it again. And then on on this one, I was like, yo, fuck it, man. You have some cachet, you know. Cats might be like, all right already, you know. But I was like, it's a challenge, you know. So, um, which is why I tried to do so many styles and change the voice up a little bit. Because I know I had done it before. And you look at it as how many part threes. Just film film shit. How many part threes do you go see that you're actually like, all right. At that point, you're that, that you're like, excited yeah, about, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it was a challenge. Okay, how many styles? I mean, I hear so many styles, man. Like I hear comparisons to Eminem mm-hmm. and Tech Nine. Like how many styles did you mm-hmm. pepper that song with, man? All of those, all of those dudes are big influences on what I do, right? And uh, I'm not, you know, don't hold back in saying that. Like that's what you hear in that song is Tech Nine, it's Eminem, it's yes. Royce the Five Nine. Yes. Mm. Um, it's it's all of that. Like it's direct. I was listening to a lot of Royce when I wrote that record. You know. Um. One 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 thing I wanted to ask you, man, is I noticed, man, throughout your career, you know, we talk about the cliche, you know, violence in hip hop and the vi- violence messages and violent messages and the whole nine. There seems to be a fascination with you with violence, but it's 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 scary violence. It, mm. It's not fun violence. It's not mm. bang bang. John Woo, mm. you know, jump, stop motion, you know, Neo shit. It's like some real mm. horrific shit, man. I mean, it's, I was thinking about this today, you know, growing up in, in Southside Jamaica, Queens, and being an art student, a comic book nerd, but still being in the hood. The We live this shit saying on some Mob Deep is real. Like, I remember being at the Nas album release joint and Ralph McDaniels being there filming the video and Cat shooting it up and being on the side and having a dude run up on me with the gun out looking for some, I don't know who the fuck they're looking for, but looking at me like, is it you? Right. And me being like, please look at me, dog. In a split second, it could have been you. And I'm looking down the barrel of the gun. And they had bust off a couple of shots. And like, when you see gunfire in the movies, it's not, that's... That's not movies. what it is. Flame actually comes out <laughs> of the barrel. Like, 
real life flame, the flamer comes out of a barrel of the gun. So when you've really been in those situations, you can write about those situations. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the honest truth. Crazy. Like, this is hood shit. Yeah. I, I grew up in that environment, and that's what post-traumatic stress but, disorder but, is really about. But you're not glorifying it. You're, no, you're, it's not to glorify it. It's to... You're documenting it. Exactly. Right. And um, there is something that's empowering about guns. I've had guns. I talk about it on the record, even though I speak about... I think you, it's dumb you collect, for stupid you collect, motherfuckers you to guns? have guns. You collected guns? I, I, I had a gun for the sheer nature of I was in the hood. Right. And my peoples was like, here you go, B. This is from me to you. <laughs> Did that empower you, man? In a weird way. Yeah. I talk about it on a song in the sense that when I was going through my shit, my peoples were also smart enough to be like, yo, my man, you need to give me that back. Give it back, right. Like the scariest shit about a gun, man, is I remember I was in college and I came back to New York and some of my cats in the hood was like, yo, just hold this for the summer. Mm-hmm. And my whole, I'm an Ivy League student, mm-hmm. but my whole attitude changed. Like, let a nigga fuck with me. Like, <laughs> as a matter of fact, let me look for trouble. Yeah, that's it was like, it's, it's like taking to stop like, it, it just right, you know, enough to realize that change, then you really know that that shit is shit. Oh, automatically, yes, the minute you shit. touch the shit, yeah. it's like, I want to shoot it. <laughs> Am I right? That's you real. <laughs> True. That's real. Other, <laughs> what I wanted to say, too, is that the song Damage was written. I remember you going to write it right after the Trayvon Mont verdict. No, not Trayvon Mont. Jordan? Sean Bell. Sean mm-hmm. Bell. The mm-hmm. verdict, when it came in, mm-hmm. you were, and, and how, and that song is, is about a year and a half old. Okay. And the Sean Bell verdict came in. I remember how upset, because it was, the courthouse is right in Queens, not far from his crib. How upset he was, and he and uh, like a day later, you came back with like the first verse. That's why I I I'm a hardcore rap fan because I'm I'm from that environment. But uh, all of that is not real to who I am as well. Right. So this has always been kind of like the organized confusion perspective of what we went through being in the hood, and and I mean, I can't even. I would sound redundant to be like, you know, in the club, seeing somebody get blasted. Right. It's an experience. I don't care whether you revel in it or you're the shooter or whatever. It's an experience. Of course. You know, I remember being in, 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 in Boston doing a show with Tribe, with RSO, which is uh, Benzino. Benzino's Benzino. old crew. And his, his his brother got shot outside the club. Zeno's and, brother. Yeah. And we, we were all out there, like, just watching him disappear in the middle of these people. And uh, hood life is, is uh, you know, when you, if you go through it and then you survive it and you overcome it, you know, that's post-traumatic growth. Right. That's what they call it. And, uh, you know, who, who that's calls, what you who, who calls it? Who calls it pro, pro, when you When you experience post-traumatic stress disorder right. and you, you're getting past it, that's what it's called. You hope to get to that point. But I mean, there's no way that that doesn't affect you. Of course. So we can only, you know, seeing that I can only begin to understand a portion of what soldiers go through. But this is the perspective that I'm trying to write from, from the Chicago students mm. that are going through what they're going through right now. Me in junior high school in Southside, Queens was just, come on, B. It's like, 
It's ridiculous, man. It's like the supreme team ever. You know, <laughs> that shit is real. You know, like going to school is a chore. Right. So it's a battlefield to just cross and to, to go and come field. back. So, yeah. you know, um, I, I don't not trying to glorify the situation, but I'm like, it's real here, too. And if you survive that and I, and I watch the news and I watch some of the acts that these kids are doing and I'm just like. Nobody's really reaching back to them and trying to pull them through these situations. Oh, there, there, there's no empathy yeah. for, for what these kids are going through, man. None at all. Listen, I want to go uh, to one more record before we go to our, our, our sponsor break. Um, this one right here, is, 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 this record should be so illegal. On so many different levels, it's called R.E.M. with you and Black Thought. Yes, sir. <laughs> Ever hearing Chewbacca scream through a megaphone with the significance of Dr. King? Philanthropic. Cause I'm trying to see man united without reference to the soccer team. My philosophy, prophecy. The opposite of Mephistopheles, signs, side of the Sosceles. Set the earth to warn of environmental atrocities and nobody can copy me. Stop. It's not possible, but probable that it's only philosophical mockery. Strange. Change copper to gold. Switch properties. Stay on top of the globe, flip monopolies, aim, take stock in the soul, spit properly, properly, take stock in the soul, spit properly, that extended clip on my hip sits awkwardly, I'm diabolical, follicle triggers that I cock and squeeze, sending shots to ancient Greece, the pop Socrates, I bear arms like button downs without the sleeves, manic depressive and possessive like apostrophes, my psychiatrist waved the doctor fees, when I wave the pistol and said listen quit, watching me so I can breathe, national association for the advancement of drugs to perform enhancement and it's tough taking so many chances but i've been a bad seed from the womb they call me ovary cancer and i got an ugly heart although i'm totally handsome but i take the love of your life and hold it for ransom in my tactical camp that never stood for any national anthems was hood i am the actual answer and now i'm proving black attire rapid fire rapid eye movement i'm from a species that is higher i am not human extraterrestrial alien a monster killer a contra chilling in a barrel of lobster ex-slave sadomasochist that gave the mass of my 
masochist A dying breed, I'm the last of this Black is as miraculous as Jesus A Nazareth, when I vocalize The crowd rise like Lazarus It's the Rhodes Scholar, my coat collar Piss on Peter, your hoes holler He's on top of the boss, meet him Mr. Globetrotter and my Adidas, pure cheetah Hopping out of this exotic European Four-seater, hollering, chiba chiba Like I'm Parkside, killing it's the dark side Feeling I'm God, I'm Godzilla Sometimes I'm Bob, dealing with blood on these tracks for real, so God willing you feel what I'm spilling, yeah I never quit, I'm still syndicated up me and Farrah Mines did it for the benefit of us, this is straight ways of behavior I never get enough, get the picture my militia getting ignorant as fuck yeah, it's suicide White or black music, it's that cooked up coke to crack music. Black thought to barrel rap do it. It's that lucid rapid eye movement. Ah man, that right there <laughs> is the epitome. <laughs> of rapidy rap. But it's good. Like, 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 shit. like, like that that shit. It should be illegal to rap like that in twenty fourteen. <laughs> like how the fuck do you get ready? How do you prep yourself to do a record with black thought, man? Um, at first I got the beat from Marco, and it, it had that that energy to it, and it made me be like, "All right, how do you fit this into the theme?" Right. So the theme in the record is, I'm in a facility that where I'm trying to get my fucked up, my traumatic experiences uh, extracted from right. my brain. And I, and I like the little like the little skits yeah. that you got peppered so, throughout the album. REM is me in a dream state, and I'm like, yo. You got to say the shit in this song that you would say in a dream state. And uh, it's the point where I'm kind of realizing what's what's going on at this place. So from the gate, I'm like, whoever I get on this song is going to be helping me fight the system. Okay. So uh, I wrote the first verse. and um, Who did you initially have in mind? Um, Black Thought. Okay. That was the first name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially Marco was like, it's got to be Black Thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, <laughs> and then we were like, Jay Electronica. Mm. We sent it to Jay. Um, that was it, really. Nah, we sent it to Short list. Now, it was a very short list. It was a very, very short, short list, list, but yeah. it was a couple people we sent. I think we tried to sneak it to M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it ever got to him, but we mm-hmm. tried to, you know, see get it to Eminem. Yeah, and uh, we were thinking about Kendrick, but we never got it. Right, you know, mm-hmm. we just never got to him. Right now, I know a lot of listeners uh, are going to pick up on that pissing off Picasso. Mm-hmm. Was that with an intention or any intention with regard to Jay Z <laughs> and, and Picasso, baby? This, these songs are so old, man. Right. Like not old in a bad way, but I, you've been stockpiling these. Yeah, when I when I had that line. And then Jay did the record. I was looking at guy like, you know what people are going to think right, right. now. But I, I wrote this like prior to his release. Because, of that yeah, okay. Yeah. So so internets don't run with the rumors and the whole nine. Yeah, we going at Jay. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I gotta ask you this. You know, this is this is the rap fan question. Who murdered who on that beat, man? Oh man, his 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 verse <laughs> is just. I, I I'm on record already on Twitter. Like he just. Bodied the fucking song. He bodied it. <laughs> but uh, that's what you. That's why he gets the big bucks, right. man. He's right. black thought. Yeah. That's why you hire him. That's why you. You're like, who's going to do the job to make this 
Who's gonna it's back clean up? Who's gonna back clean up? Yeah. And who's then, gonna uh, back clean up? Yeah. And then when you talk about the theme of the record, uh, it's appropriate because you said you reached out to him. Who's gonna help you on this record? Who's right. gonna help you right. through this through this 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 issue? The struggle and this, in this the struggle, right? Exactly. And the fly shit is he does it such in a calm way though. He's like, yeah. I'm killing motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> the cool, collective. But but you know what's so cool, man? Is like I I don't I don't think there's a I don't think there's a handful of motherfuckers on a on a two fingered nigga that could body you. On I mean, a, it's on, a lot, a lot of it's a lot of good MCs right now that are in the same boat that are really technically skilled from from blue. To Elzai, mm. to Royce, to that whole slaughterhouse camp, to thought, to it's just a matter of presenting your skill set on a record. You know, these are the dudes that I listen to and try to get inspiration from mm. all the time. So, I mean, it's a number of people who could have played that position, but I'm I'm thinking voice. I'm thinking all of that. I mean, tone. I'm thinking tone. I'm thinking mm-hmm. all of that when I'm like, who's gonna be right for this record? Yeah, I want to hear more records, man, with you and uh, with and thought, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yo, listen, internet. We're about to go to our advertiser break. Cheer. We got DJ Benamine in the building. You tune into the Combat Jack Show. The Combat Y'all Jack Show. Y'all getting money now? Y'all got yeah, we, we, got, we got a little bit of money. <laughs> we got a little bit of money. Dallas Penn, come back home. Stop fucking around. Yo, we got Farrell Monch. On the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. Cheer. Another word from our sponsor, Quelo Concert. If you love music, this is something you should check out. Quelo Concerts is the world's largest collection of full-length HD concerts and music documentaries. You can instantly stream the best artists and performances of all time on your mobile phone or tablet. That's iOS, Android, or Windows computer, Smart TV, Amazon Fire TV, PlayStation, Roku, and Apple TV. It's got all kinds of great stuff. Full-length concerts from the Wu-Tang Clan, Childish Gambino, The Roots, and more. If you want to check out classics like De La Soul, Tupac, or Jadakiss, or if you really want to go classic and go all the way back to Bob Marley, James Brown, or Pink Floyd, it's all on Quelo Concerts. Plus, there are amazing music documentaries as well. You can watch a whole concert, or you be the artist and create a set list of your favorite performances for multiple artists to share with your audience of friends. That's right, you can stream that from any device for your and their listening and viewing pleasure. So just go to QuelloConcerts.com slash VIP slash Combat Jack for a free trial to get a taste of how awesome this is. That's QELLOConcerts.com slash VIP slash Combat Jack for a free trial. One more time, that's QELLOConcerts.com slash VIP slash Combat Jack for a free trial. Hey, yo, internets, you're back with the Combat Jack Show. This is Combat Jack. We got Premium Pete in the studio. Cheer. It's such a, it's such, it's so great to have DJ Ben Hamid. Hey. DJ Ben Hamid, how's it feel to be back here, man? It feels good. DJ in live. You're not sweating. We're not at PNC right now. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm not like standing there with Dallas holding up the whole corner. <laughs> yo, we got, we got, we got Guy Rute in the building. How you doing, Guy? Yo, I'm great, man. Great, good yeah. week for us. Yeah, we got we got Farrell Monch, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Thank you, bro. So let's jump back into this, man. Like I said, man, I'm really loving this album, uh, PDSD, man, and and I, and I really want my you said go- that shit hood PDSD. <laughs> my my goal is to get my listeners, man, to really appreciate it the way that I 
I'm appreciating it so that they could really go in. You know, the way we dropping this, y'all niggas can't bootleg it from this show. So y'all <laughs> niggas got to go and cop it. <laughs> yes, man. Please go cop it, man. Please go support our artists, man, because, you know, it's very – in, in this day and age, man, particularly y'all have been listening to hip-hop for a while, man, there's very few artists, man, that, 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 that are really still relevant, that we grew up on, man, that we've grown to, grown to appreciate, that are still making quality records, man. And I think at the end of the day, man, you know, if you got it, man, you know, pay for the shit, man. Pay for the album, man. Niggas jumped out the window for that flourishment shit. Niggas went and got the polo <laughs> shit, and polo don't give a fuck about y'all. So support <laughs> artists that, that 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 fuck with us, man. Yo, let's go to this next record, man. I really like this record. It's called The Jungle. It's retro. I like the beat. You know what I'm saying? Marco it's, Polo. It's Marco Polo, Damn but it's again? got that woo, mob deep influence. Uh. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about jungles and uniting the jungles from all over the planet. Let's go into this jungle record, man. Southside, you know we living in the jungle. Brooklyn, you know we living in the jungle. See them gorillas over there in the park? Them my niggas. After dark, we get sparked up and pull triggers. You gotta speak orangutan slang or pull capers. The cops are the cheaters and the trees are the skyscrapers. See in the jungle, we often rumble for loot. Some of us just stumble around, hide a pool, shoot. This shot shit, play humble like last year when the cheaters tried to catch my own talks. When you come through, you can get bumped too if you don't got at least four to five gorillas amongst you. The bigger tree hit a shock in the maze. 41 shots hot, take you out in the blaze. And if not, this shit dead through the Bronx and the cage into the island where you spend your time counting the days. But still, agriculturally, it's kind of ill. We blow mills, they make it killing and build new lands in the jungle. Shaolin, you know we living in the jungle. Shot town, you know we living in the jungle. West side, you know we living in the jungle. I tell these chimpanzees to be carrying tools. You don't want to invest your life in a cesspool. Pharmaceutical distributing, breaking the rules. You need to take your monkey ass off the school and learn about Botswana. Dan and Ghana, Mozambique, speak of pride and honor. I understand sometimes we all feel fenced in, but utilize your mind to define dimensions. Just then I lost a little monkey's attention as he stared into the distance, focusing and squinting at a beautiful gazelle that was grazing in the grass with muscular legs and a rhinoceros ass. But in the least case scenario, I did try to tell him, hit him with some signs that was a little compelling, little given on a mission. Not unlike Magellan, which accomplished spellings, crimes and drug selling in the jungle. Yo, Ghana, you know we living in the jungle. I'm talking epileptic episodes off that epinephrine, that albuterol and the mother prescribed medicines, a zombie and insomniac effect of the amphetamines, my mom's had me smoke a weed from the Netherlands at age 13, broke apart the scene, a lot of moist weed that was sticky and green, see in the 80s it was wine coolers and woolies, the facts of life crack, they been thinking some truly's. Mike Jack said, kick me, kite me, Jew me. No, all the white chicks in the world got booties. He rapped by popular demand. Ah, oh, man. You know, you know what gave me so much power on this record, man, when you, you know, casually magnified 
black people struggle across the globe. Mm-hmm. You know, when you said when you said Ghana, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, was that your intention? Like Yeah, it's, it's you know, again, I'm blessed to be a world traveler due to this hip hop thing and amassing a fan base and traveling to do shows. And you travel the world and you see that unlike governments would want you to believe we are way more alike than we are different. There's so many likenesses than there are differences and for people of color around the world. And even social network, man, like Ghana, Joburg just embraced me so much. And you would be ignorant to that if it wasn't for that. You know, I jumped on Twitter. As soon as I jumped on Twitter, people from Joburg was hitting me up like, yo, dude, like you are the man over here. And I'm like, the man, like, no, no. Is that your best African accent? (laughs) 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 And I'm like, word, word, it's like that, you know. And so they beat me over the head now because we we went over there. We did a show in Cape Town, but we wasn't able to do Joburg. Mm. But I say that to say also becoming an independent, you realize that it's global. So you write to those strengths as well. It's not just the block anymore. And you realize that even when you do write about the block, they feeling it anyway. So I tried to write globally on this record as well. It's it's so fucked up though, man. Like when you really think about it, man, like how to block the concept of the block for people of color is global. It's not it's not just an American experience. It's a fucking global experience. I mean, by design. By design. Fucked up, man. That's the key. When we went to Cape Town, we shot a video out there for Holly, Holly Selassie, which was the song on the War album. And, you know, like like we've been saying, man, you could see how it, it's by design that, you know, our mindset is closed-minded and we don't think past the block. And that's that's around the world, you know. And also when you, when you step outside of America and you look at America from Copenhagen, Sweden, even Canada, you kind of see the politics of it right. and what it is as well. So that that gives you a sense of writing as well. Right. If I could say I, that. I also appreciated, man, the the imagery, man, like the the imagery of the jungle and the and the animals and the different type of animals and like the little ass chimpanzee niggas. <laughs> on the, there's there's two monkey headed to listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the gorillas yeah. is the soldiers and the, you gotta right. have orangutan knowledge to really Classic. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like yo, and, and I said this right. shit last week on the Combat Jack show, man. Like like at the, at the, at the, the way this shit is going, man, we, we, we need to have a rise of the planet of the apes. Cause right. shit is fucked up globally for the right. quote unquote apes. The record and, is and I deep. mean that I mean that with with love, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The record is deep in that manner in that I kinda wrote the record to be offensive backwards right. Right. and also empowering mm. backwards. Because if you open up a record and say, see them gorillas over there in my park, in the park, they're my niggas. When you see the imagery of how we do this visual, video-wise, I think some people are going to be like, yo, wait a minute. At the same time, it depends on what seat you're sitting in. And the way we show police authority is going to be controversial as well in the animal world. So, you know, I'm looking you, to you call challenge. You the cops. What, what were the cops? The hot? They're cheaters. Cheaters, yeah. Yeah. They're going to be pigs in the video. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to try and challenge your thought process or the perspective that people see things because, I mean, that's how I see the police. 
you know, I, I'm pretty sure people in the hood would agree with me. Globally. Globally. You know, and my brother was a cop, but, you know, we would build upon this all the time. When I get pulled over, I'm like, fuck you. You know, this might be my last. Right. I'll tell you one thing. For the video, you're going to have wine cooler and woolies in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come smoke some. Yeah, yeah. Hey, turn up. Same Bottles and James. Turn up. Bottles and James. Come on, man. Yo, the crazy what, shit is back in the day. Was that not the best time? Yeah, uh, man. Listen. With the Tray bags. Tray bags, my dude. The crazy thing is, like, even when we spoke about it last week, how you spoke about how people were talking about crack. Like, yo, come and smoke this shit. Like, woolies. Like, back in the 80s. Like, yeah. yo. like I, to, I used to tell combat. Like, we were fresh to death. Uh, feli tracksuit jacket up, like smoking woolies, like yeah. like we would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck? Yeah, it was nothing. You <laughs> you would be in the movie theater, like all right, somebody getting yeah. lit, lit, yeah. lit, 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 lit up. Yo, let's go to this next record, man. And before you start playing this record, man, it's a great record, man. This is this is this is a great record. And not only do you perform, but you know, for Cassis really listening to this, man, it 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 takes you. It, it's it's a transcendental record, man. This record is called. Uh, Broken again, you get to sing on this record, and, yeah. and I love to hear Pharrell Mike <laughs> singing. We live in an age right now where it's it's cool for dope rappers to sing, you know, thanks to Drake, man. So it's, it's I always welcome a song where you sing and you throw in your raps, man. This record is called Broken Again. Begging for chains, fell rehabilitation, so the scars still remain. 
Ice clothes became frayed So isolated and afraid <laughs> I smell like an animal My teeth enamel decayed and I'm relocated in Alabama now Let me lock in my lantern now And it won't stop the burn Constantly searching for the answers how I can kiss the sky without a handsome butt so hard to learn got niggas high on that record man yeah man <laughs> i've never done heroin mm-hmm. but that felt like i was getting high on heroin man you ever you ever did heroin nah okay how did you <laughs> how was you able to <laughs> but how was you able to walk us through because there's one like you start off and then you the record changes uh, and then you feel high and then the- <laughs> i mean again man um Guy can attest to this. Like I was in the books and on Google studying the proper CCs, and I watched a lot of films. And again, going back to films, you watch, uh, you know, Halle Berry on the crack and and uh, Jungle Fever. Yeah, and 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 you're just like, man, she she murders that. How do you embody that as an MC? And um, the the story is a metaphor to lost love, so the hurt. Somebody and, really in your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just talking to my man about the day. Like my my shit was broke, you know. How long were y'all going out, man? Um, uh, about four years. Yeah. And uh. And she was she was a drug, huh? Basically, and so you you, whatever you find that drug in or what the the relationship. Is a band-aid to something or whatever. When it's lost, you have withdrawals. Right. So I'm pulling. Regardless from how that, bad that relationship yeah. or the it, codependency or whatever the fuck right. it was. Because you could break up amicably, amicably or it could be ugly. Right. It's still withdrawals. So I tried to pull from that and, and try to bring those two things together and knowing what it feels like to be high. From other different drugs, right, and uh, <laughs> and knowing what it's like to be in right love, now. right. You know what I'm saying. Right. And then having that love snatched away, you're trying to pull from those things. So, um, and the ugliness of that, in which um, you get upset and you be like, "You despicable, ugly bitch." Right. So that's all the pain that I tried to pull from. Now, did you actually relocate? Physically? Nah. From this relationship, you didn't? Nah. I did in a, in an emotional place. Right. Yeah. You got distant. Yes. So that, you know, all that's beautiful because you can see that or metaphor that um, when, you're, when you're listening to the song, I didn't relocate. I didn't leave New York. Right. Don't take it too literally. Right. right. Has she heard this record? Um, probably not. Right. <laughs> Will she hear this record? Probably. 
And what do you think her reaction is going to be? Um, you motherfuckers. He ain't, <laughs> he ain't talking about me. <laughs> Probably. Right. Yeah. Was there any, uh, what was your intent? Was your in- was this a get back record? Was this like a fuck you? Was this like a cleansing record? Or all of, all or combinations? Well, I did a record called um, Broken Heart that didn't make any of my albums that Denon Porter produced. We just put it out on the internet. On YouTube, it was big smash. Like, people was like, why wasn't this on any of your albums? Right. This is kind of like, you know, in that record, I was like, you fucking bitch, suck, man. I seen that new nigga you wear, that nigga ain't shit. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> this song is the actual reality of the pain right. and the hurt. Me being it's, honest about right. it. It's more introspective. Yeah. It's less ego. It's less lashing out. Yeah. As much as coping. Yep. Yeah, um, you singing on the chorus on this? Yeah. All right, because you sang on the light too, right? Yeah. And but this is like a huge difference between the light and this. This is like, I, I knew that going in again. I'm like, I got this beat, and I'm in the whip, and I'm like, oh, I know what this is. I wonder if I could pull this off. And you're in the car singing to it, and like, I got it. You're like, gotta move on. <laughs> I got this shit. But then when I got to the studio, the producers were kind of like, no, you don't. And it nah, took but, me a minute to really lock into the chorus and really melody n- nail it key-wise and get it right. You know what I'm saying? And I knew it, I wanted it to sound like some 80s Tears for Fears mm. type of thing, which is very different from what I usually do, which I wanted it to strike because I wanted you to feel like, man, he's talking about some shit he never talks about before. I wanted the chorus to feel like this is not what he usually does chorus-wise, too. And the tone and the texture of it. Again, I took another leap of faith, and hoping that the fans would be like, "I fuck with Pharaoh when he's singing shit." Yo, how long you been singing, man? Um, choir? Nah, man. Just I've been around it. Um, my pops, my mom's been around music all my life. So Your pops and moms were musicians, or uh, no? They just were in the church and okay. sung. And um, I hear a lot of MCs say this. A lot of times, you even get a heartbeat. And the first thing that comes is melodies. So a lot of times you know that you like something when you start, you know, hearing notes and stuff to the record, even before you start pinning like some hardcore. So I knew this was dope because I immediately, the chorus just zapped in my mind like that. I think this record has a potential to be huge, man. Yeah. Even where I, I even see you listening to it on radio like crazy because it's huge. That the song was incredible, honestly, and and and, and even the voice wise. Like the only downside for me would be like this type of song that like, you may look back on your fucking phone and try to call somebody you shouldn't be calling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, you know. Now I was talking to a guy last night, man, and you you had you you were playing your your album, you you playing you performing your album uh, at SOBs. I mean, why why didn't you perform this record? Um, I feel like uh, it's a lot to stop. Uh, four years of solo joints and then organized joints, and then get into this, this record. I will as the 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 record gets released and gets a little older, and it's a favorite of everybody right. who's getting it. Right. So I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to find a spot in the show to do it. Do you do you not like singing? Um, I love in it. Public on stage? No, no, no. I I I I love it. But this song is different. It's like stop with the mic stand, 
and you know, send her up. <laughs> Light some incense. Yeah, yeah, you know. My nigga, you got to sing this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a big record, man. Thank you, man. And like I said, man, I I really want this record to go, man. So. We're shooting the video next week. Nice. Dope. So. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Got a great concept to it. Nice. We got a couple more records, two more records from this album that I want to play, man. Um, you know, I like this record. This record is kind of refreshing mm. on this on this album because it's lighter. Mm. It's it's happier. Mm-hmm. And it has to be one of the best Black Star records without most deaf on it. <laughs> and it's called Dream and it's featuring it's you featuring Yeah, I uh, got the beat. I was like, this is so, so quality or almost is so black star in the temperament and the feel. So there was no question. I was like, Talib Quali. So were you intentionally rapping? As most deaf on this record, because because well, you channel them. I, I I try to go back to Black Star and uh, those rhythms. Right. Yeah. So let's go to this record, man. Dream. Destiny rules everything around me. Dream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Everybody put their palms in the clouds. Get your hands in the sky. It's not a problem to feel, y'all. Even if I broke as fuck, I would lend you my last so you can holler at me still. BMC in the place to be. On the MIC, still spitting that real, y'all. You know the limericks are limitless, not limited in sentiment, but increments of infinite potential in the scenes. You can benefit from getting off of the internet for just a minute. It's a simple song you can sing or memorex. I meant mimic it. When it hits the spirit, it pulls the hard strings. Infamous and kindred is intrinsic when it's still in us from the genesis. When we remember to dream, just dream. My determination runs every aspect mentally. I'm no dummy. Scholar got skill. Can't take what I visualize from me. You pull the wool over my eyes. I swallowed the red pill. Even if eyes broke as fuck, I would lend you my last. You can holler at me still. Everybody put your paws in the clouds. Get them up in the sky. It's not a problem to feel. Welcome to the age of Aquarius and the stages of various schemes. Vicariously, I escape when I dream. Eat scenes, you win an academy. Put it up on the screen. My strategy, Pharaoh's the king of queens. Who fiends, for teens to view it as the new theme music. Use it to shape their futures when they daydream to it. Never elusive, never claim stupid. Loose it, boost your acoustics when you sing to it. And just dream. You know I'm downright excellent about my skill to get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. I got you strung out on the music, so I'm sorta like a dealer to a junkie. Swallow that pill, y'all. Sometimes it rains in Southern Cali and Philadelphia ain't always sunny. Just keeping it real, y'all. Talent quality in the place to be. Yeah, you better believe. You're my daddy, know the deal. 
Yeah. yeah. Five o'clock in the morning, just getting home from last night's performance. When I'm dead tired from touring, I hit the coffin. I'm like a vampire required to stay dormant. Out of the range of sunlight, where the doubt will remain. I used to smoke so much weed that it clouded my brain. I took a break, had to find life's meaning again. Without the smoke in my lungs, I started dreaming again. I dreamed of candy-coated cars and panties that go with bras. Hurricanes named Sandy, I'm flipping the Noah's Ark. What? Police will bleed blue because they staying true to the uniform. And Dennis Rodman in North Korea looking for unicorns. Ridiculous. The truth is I'm one of the best. And when you snooze, that's when you meet the cousin of death. So when I say I never visit the cousin, I don't sleep. I stay awake to the ways of the world because shit is deep. So on this record, man, PTSD, that's so dark and that's so dense and, and, and you know, despairing and, 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 and hopeless, man. Why, why, why dream? Dream is the recovery, the redemption, the post-traumatic growth. And, uh, you know, you're starting to see some light and you're starting to realize, you know, uh, it is a perspective on this thing, whether it's a chemical imbalance or social situation or physical, a disorder right. physical that you've experienced, um, the present allots you the ability to move forward from there, and you really can't control what has happened already to you and in the past. And in the present, if you're open to the universe and to your dreams, you really can dictate what's going to happen tomorrow. So that's the science behind dream record. Talib, man, Talib's been rapping with a lot of pep these days, but he rapped with a lot of pep <laughs> on this one, man. Was, was he looking over his shoulder, man? I mean, again, man, you're talking about um, lyrically and hip-hop-wise, the... Miles Davises and Coltrane's and Marvin Gaye's and mm. of our time in the hip hop genre, when you're talking about Most Def and Quali, these two that is real. That's now that's that's just, like I said, man. It's a great Black Star record, man. Thank you. Now thank you for that. Um, <laughs> this is the last record on the album, not the last record on the album, but the last record on the album that I want to play. Um, it's the title track PTSD, man, and 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 it's. it's to me, it's a beautiful song about suicide, which is which sounds like, it you know that doesn't make sense. But let's let's get into this record. Here we get Pharaoh singing again. Disturbing the natural cycles of life and it's trifling Fuck what you heard, less is money, more problems Four years removed from the game with no album I put the gun in my brain But first I wrote a note to explain 
put the new gun in my head. And these are the words that I said. so many different levels um i guess the first level is when i hear that beat that's such a that's such a that's such a hardcore it's not even a hit it's a b-boy beat like yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying that that beat is so old man yeah and, and, and you just effortlessly kill it man like did you really go through this man like we were talking about it earlier and i cut you off when we first started this interview about health issues and yeah talk about it man um yeah man um that the stint I had uh had a like real severe asthma attack and uh that landed me in the hospital admitted for like two weeks. Mm. And when was uh, this? Um this was years ago. Okay. So I'm not pulling from something that happened in between the war and this album. The war album and this album. Um although I have been hospitalized in between that. And every time that happens you think, What is this shit gonna happen again? Right. But um in that particular incident, the night that I went in, they were like, yo, we can't get this dude to breathe. Like, we can't break this attack no matter how much uh, meds we're giving him. I'm already, like, locked in intravenously, and they're, like, sh- like shooting shit directly into my veins to, like, break this attack. Right, your lungs are not taking it. They're not taking it. Oxygen. And so um, uh, anybody with asthma knows the term intubated 
which is when they basically either cut here or they put the throat. trachea right. down and just have you breathe artificially. Right. That was the next step. Mm. And I was like, I really don't feel like going on a machine right now. I hope this shit works. So they're in between, like, we're about to go over the legal amount of medication, you know, or we're going to have to fucking be invasive. Yeah. So I'm in there, like, praying, like, I don't have to get this fucking tube down my throat. And the shit clicked in, and I it broke. I started to breathe, and uh, it was, like, you know, heavy. So I'm in there for, like, another two weeks, and, all right, you're starting to come around now, and we're going to um, release you from the hospital. I go home, and the medication is so deep, they kind of got to wean you off of it. So you take these pills that break down to a minimum amount the days you out. But it was a very a varied cocktail. It was a right. cocktail of, 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 of pills. Right. So like day five, and it's it's, it's kind of fly, the high went coming off because you could breathe and you're balling and you're playing ball and you're like, yo, let's run this full and all the things you normally do when you right. come out the hospital. You're like, I can breathe now right, and right, I can right. go to the park. But I would go home, and I wasn't sleeping, and I'm like, this is, something's wrong, you know? And then day two was like 48 hours of being up, and I'm like, something's wrong, you know? You can't go to sleep at all. Right. Not enough at all? Or, nah, nothing. But are you tired? Every time you would go to, like, nod a little bit, you pop, pop out of it. So I'm, like, going to my man's club around the way at, like, 2 in the morning in the booth with him. He's like, this isn't. You know, you're not even like don't be in the club. I'm like, yeah, let's get, it. yeah, what up, yeah. And you know, he's kind of like, this is not you, right? You know what I mean? So finally, I'm like, yo, man, I haven't been asleep in 72 hours, and I can't figure it out. Like, I'm not sleeping. I'm not whatever, whatever. And in the midst of this, we trying to do music stuff and and what have you. And so uh, when I start getting these dark emotions, I start conveying them to my people, and that's when my people was like. Well, what, we're going to take what, this what, from what, you. What, and dark, we're gonna, what dark emotions are you feeling? Like, I need to sleep. Right. Um, I need to be able to process things in this high level of energy or whatever it was. I'm not a gold artist. I'm not a gold artist. I'm not gold. What are we doing right now? Be, you know, whatever it is that I usually could facilitate in my mind, I wasn't right. able to facilitate. Pro- you can process all couldn't of this. Process. At the time, I'm, I'm in the hood, and those same people, like, those same things we gave to you, we think we need to take them back from you right, right now right, based you, on the conversations you're having with erratic them. right now, Munch. <laughs> you know, I, you know, as you probably read, I went to the dentist and shit. How long, how long did this period of insomnia? I don't even remember the un- length. It's restfulness, that wild. Right. Um, I would say like a couple of weeks. Damn. And, and um, were you feeling suicidal at a certain yes, point? Definitely. Because you had to turn it off. You were trying to turn it off. Yeah. How close did you come? Um, you start thinking about different ways or flyways or rockways or just fucked up ways, and you start thinking about the reaction. You start to, to thinking people about or to yourself, whatever, man. Right. Like how selfish the shit would be, or maybe this shit's not selfish at all. You know what shit I mean? Shit might be some fly shit. Um, be my biggest hit. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> You know, but that's real. Anybody out there who's ever dealt with that or could imagine that is that's what's going through your mind. Right. You know, it's like, how selfish is this shit? 
not in the sense of, you know, a negative thing. You're like, you know, you're factoring in the people that you love and the family. People that love you. Exactly. So I go to the dentist and I'm sitting in there, which is a good thing that I was thinking about getting rid of this pain. Right. Were you having a, a toothache? Or yeah. On top of insomnia. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's fun, B. Exactly. And, uh, you you know, uh, I wrote down all the medications that I was on. Because the, the dentist required to do that yeah. before they give you any or more like painkillers. Or take you out or right. put you out or if they have to put you under or whatever. Right. Doctor brings me into the office and he puts the sheet down and basically was like, yo, my man, you know, just I'm not even going to get into the, the last four you wrote down, but the first three. <laughs> I just want to know if you're aware uh, of this, this cocktail and, and what it does. And I'm like, well, what does it do? And he said the words, these medications cause severe depression. Mm. And I I just melted in the chair and just started bawling in the dentist's office. Like, at least you have an answer to the shit that's been puzzling you. And I can feel the resolve. The minute he said that shit. Yeah. I can feel the resolve the minute he said that. It doesn't mean that the the issues went away. But I, and I'm like, this is why you're struggling. So... You know, I called my doctor and I was like, motherfucker. And he's like, oh, stop. I'm like, I didn't know. You know, I'm taking did, this shit. Did like they, they, and they should, should have known if they didn't it like know. you told me to take it. Right. So I go off it and sure enough, I break down and then I'm getting some sleep and then. Stop going to the club in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't I, sue, man? No, nah, I didn't sue. Fuck. How many years ago? Now nah, that's a minute. That's that statute of limitations. Yeah, man. I mean, you still got a tick, man. You, you got a tick, man. That's money, B. I did. I, That's money. You know, I'm a my lawyer, right? Managers incriminating me. Like I sold, I sold her. Now, no snitching. I, Just take this man to a lawyer. <laughs> take I, him to Curvin, man. You got to sue them <laughs> motherfuckers, man. That's medical malpractice, man. But that's crazy, man. Yeah. You're so fucking fortunate that you had a toothache, man. Exactly. And so, like I said, I was. I don't think that's me experiencing it without it being a chemical imbalance, but right. I, I'm able to pull from that right. and feel how dark it got for me. You, in that situation, you're like, you talk about day to day, you're not thinking hour to hour. And I know people who can relate. You're not thinking 12 o'clock, what, what, what are we doing at five? You're like, how am I going to get to one? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. You know, and like I said, man, it's, it's kind of, you know, it kind of doesn't make sense, but it's a beautiful record. Because you come out of it, but it's a depressing fucking topic, man. There's nothing beautiful about suicide. Nah. And that's the leap, man. It's like. Or thoughts of suicide or living with that weight of suicide. Yeah. Yeah, The funniest story I heard of attempted suicide was from uh, Prodigy. Mm -hmm. You know, because of the sickle cell and going through the pain and, you know, once again, not thinking about the days, but the hours. Am I going to get through this pain? And he talked about trying to slit his wrist. He said he pulled out a butter knife. He went in the bathtub. <laughs> and he tried to slice it. And he was like, yo, this shit hurts too much. <laughs> so he said he couldn't go through with the suicide, man. Yo, man, this is a great album, man. Thank you, man. This is a great album, man. And, 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 and I, you know, I hope the listeners really enjoyed it as much as, as, as I listened to it, man. Um, why so focused in 24? This, this record sounds tight. And focus. What's different? What was different, energy wise, 
Um, was there pressure on you? Yeah, it's pressure, man. It's like not pressure in that sense, but it's it's pressure to, you know, talk about such a topic and not have the shit be loose. Right. And you don't want to be like PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> I took about PTSD. <laughs> You're like, fuck, man. Like, really? Right. That's that's your PTSD record. <laughs> so <laughs> Mike Will made it. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to lock in right. and really try and nail it for people. So people who are going through that shit can be like, yo, I can't relate. And I applaud you for talking about your issue as well as it's tight, man. We out here, we 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 touring for pay. Right. And um, I love rocking, but, you know, that shit's hard work. So we're trying to make a record to move to the next level as well. Right. Now, congratulations, man. You know, uh little trivial question that we you talked about off air, man. You surprised me when we were off air. Totally unrelated, man, but you were saying how you're such a huge fan of, like, the whole Dipset movement and Cam. Mm-hmm. And most cats, when they think of a lyricist like you, they probably wouldn't make that association between you and Dipset, man. Now, I think I think South Jamaica, Queens especially, Queens and Harlem have a connection. And me, me and my people used to always be in Harlem anyway, going up there to Willie Burgers. Right. And I love Big L. And there's just a it's just a hood slick connection that's dope about Dipset that I love in their music and the slick way that they do shit. And that brash way and it was so post yeah. 9/11, man. Exactly. So, so post 9/11. You're yeah. a Max B fan? Uh I'm a I'm a I'm a Cam fan. I'm a Santana fan. Santana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not, not, not Max B. Not Max B. <laughs> Sorry. But Cam, no, Cam I, I don't think he gets enough credit as a lyricist. Like, I think he's starting to get it right now. I think years he's later. He's been nice. He, Cam, Cam, Cam yeah. been nice. nice yeah. Cam, Cam is an MC. I, I want to play this <laughs> bonus record because, um, you know, everybody knows you through this record. Mm. As Simon says, and there's such a huge story behind it. Yeah. Chip. Godzilla. Yeah, turn up. Tunnel. Get the fuck up. Simon says, get the fuck up. Throw your hands in the sky. Weezes in the back, sipping yak, y'all, what's up? Girls, rub on your titties. Yeah. yeah, I said it, rub on your titties. New York City, pretty committee, pity the fool that act shitty in the midst of the calm, the witty. Y'all know the name. Uh, Farrell fucking March ain't a damn thing changed. Uh, you all up in the range of shit, inebriated. Uh-huh. Straight from your original plan, you deviated. I alleviated the pain with long-term goals. Took my underground loop without the gold. You sold back around the world, I sold wood in the hood. But when I'm in the street and shit, it's all good. Assume the motivated boom, control the game like boom. Way to rock, lock, dollars, flip, tips like a way to block shots. Styles way to let my lyrics annoy. If you're holding up the wall and you're missing the point. Get the fuck up. This is the hit that got away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was such a big hit. This was the biggest <laughs> Pharaoh Monch record. Yeah, you were playing man. on the radio. Yeah, man. Flex was dropping bombs. Yes, sir. You went to the tunnel. Yes, sir. Chicks was shaking their asses. Woo! You was crossing state lines. Woo! What the fuck happened with this record, B? Oh, man. 
To was it Toho? Toho. Toho. Yeah. The Godzilla they, people came at y'all. They came hard. They served me while I was cutting grass on the front lawn. Oh, shit. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> they served you personally. Personally. Now, why didn't you were with Rockus at the time? Yeah. Why didn't Rockus clear the sample before they went? They're fucking. They were a reputable record label. They were. They. 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 They, they had no idea the magnitude. And it was kind of some fuckboy shit, too, man. Because I was like, yo, B, I'm telling you what this is going to be. Right. We need to clear this. You could clear this now for before the record comes out. You could clear this for like 2500 5000 right? Okay, so they neglected to clear the sample. Why? Then the suit came. Why? they were trying to skate. They, they were comfortable being an underground label. The initial suit came in. It was around 40-something stacks. Which is sizable. Right. For clearing a sample. But it was already, it didn't come in until Charlie's Angels. Okay. So at that point. Wait, was the, was the, was the, was the song in the Charlie's Angels? Yeah, he got caught. Soundtrack. It's in the Charlie's Angels in, soundtrack. In the movie. So, yeah. so, yeah. so the fucking label allows this record to go on a huge, now we're not talking about some underground, on a huge Hollywood blockbuster soundtrack. And they didn't soundtrack in the movie. And they didn't fucking wait. Is this the one where, where isn't Homegirl dancing to this? Yes. Charlize yes. is dancing to this record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't fucking clear the sample. Nope. They didn't clear the fucking sample. <laughs> okay. So now Toho comes out after you. They served me. They were some dude, some white dude was on the block, and I thought that was strange. Uh huh. <laughs> and he <laughs> in the yard, and he's like, "Are you Troy Jamerson?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just said." And he took, gave me the papers, and I looked up, and he was gone. <laughs> and then I read it, and it was like, you have been served. Right. Okay. Marion style. So, Bong, we, we go through the motions of it. At this time, the, the shit has made everybody a gang of money. Right. So I'm thinking it's More than 40000 has been generated from this. Right. right. I mean, like I told you before, we, that we were going to spend... Hundreds of thousands of dollars on the video. Buster Rhymes. Why would you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on the video right. and not clear the sample? sample? Right. After they're saying, here is your out to clear this sample. So they, 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 they gave you an out. They said 40-something, which right. is exorbitant, but it's not exorbitant for a hit record that fucking big. Right. We went and Rockets decides they're not going to pay. Yes. And we went to court, and the shit wind up escalating to over $400,000. Okay. A lot of my peers at Rockets are like, "You are the blame for the destruction." Because that that's that was a lot of bread. Was the nail that brought down Rockets? It was a lot of bread. It was a lot of bread. <laughs> what, what, what was there, just that? What, what were they thinking? Like going to court? Like it's it's a Godzilla sample. It's right. It's right there. And so you know, no names. It was like, yo, just say that you didn't know <laughs> the shit in a deposition. <laughs> Dude was like, you are Troy Jim, you're fair much. Uh, you were from Organized Confusion. Uh, oh, he knows your whole right here that you produced this record. Yeah, I produced that record. Uh, this sample right here, you cleared it, right? Yeah, we cleared that. So you understand why you wow. legally have to clear. How the fuck? How scary is it? How scary is it, Monch, that you're in court and these white people know your discography? How the fuck scary is that? Before rap genius, exactly. So. You know, my, my lawyer and my situation was if you are watching the Super Bowl and you're on DVR or you're recording it to CD or you're making a tape of it 
for your for your usage and you want to watch the Super Bowl and it's in your house and you have one copy, then that's cool. Right. But if you then give that copy to publicly, Guy Luce right. and he makes a thousand copies of it and he's on Jamaica Ave selling them, then he's at fucking fault. Right. Because he's now reproducing the copies of it and he's now selling it for profit. So my lawyer was like, my man just wanted to watch his Super Bowl. <laughs> he just wanted to watch a replay it's of the Super Bowl. He just wanted to go wood in the hood. <laughs> so eventually they they came with the hammer and you, you, you really can't do anything with that record. No. You can't perform it. Can't perform it. Wow. I never performed it. Never perform it. Never once. What did that what what did that do to you, man? Um, you know. You don't it's so hard to strike lightning in a bottle, man. Exactly. But now nah, real talk, I love that song and uh I rocked that song like it I, I did it yesterday. Right. The reaction of the crowd is always priceless and uh, you know, people get big hits and they resent those songs. I love Simon Says. Yes. I wish that it would have been done properly. I would be in Tahiti right now, probably. Oh yeah, but no, uh, no because about that would have been would exist. Yeah. That would have that would have been on at least ten more soundtracks because you know how Hollywood is. And there would when be it, no post traumatic stress. <laughs> no, so we wouldn't have you right now. So we would there'd be no Farrell March right now. I'm glad that shit happened. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yo, man, Farrell, God, man, this is such an honor. To, you know, I've been seeing you for a while, man. We've been running in the same circles. You know, God's my friend, man. But it's, it's, I think this is the right occasion for the first time for you to appear on the Combat Jack Show, man. Thank oh, you very man. much, man. And I really, 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 like I said, I'm not, I don't play records on the show, man. But I really respect your craft and I really, really appreciate this album, man. So I wish you guys the best. This is on your own label, once again, right? War Media. War Media. And you guys are partners. So this yes. is all, this is all you. This is officially 100%. 100%. Yeah. Congratulations, man! Thank you, man. I and, 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 and and you know, you, you know, you this now that you've been on the show, man. Feel free to come through, even if you just want to side guess with us and and, and com, you know comment on whoever our guest is, man. You know, this is an honor, man. Internets, Farrell Marshall, Pete. This is a special one. Yeah, I like the way you you set it up and everything. And I'll tell you, even with Farrell, man, just just continuing to push the envelope, man. I'll tell you one thing. I want to give a shout to Marco Polo. You guys uh, made some. Uh, uh, dope tracks together. And, Yo, you know, Jesse West. But, I mean, listen, Marco Polo, they supported his Newport habit from these fucking tracks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy fucking had, you know how many fucking Newports he had to smoke through each track? Let me say this about Marco Polo. His his studio is in a fucking six-floor walk-up in Brooklyn. Fuck. So, no, I got the inhaler out every time uh. I go over there recording. and he's like, all right, let me leave and smoke a couple of Newports and shit. But that's my dude, man. He came through on the album. Nah, shit is crazy, man. Where can they find the album? It's on iTunes, Amazon, Best Buy. It's in stores. It's everywhere right now, all around the world. Where you're listening to the show right now, you could get that, man. Support independent hip-hop. Were you surprised when it debuted at uh, number four on the iTunes chart? I was, man. I'm surprised about everything because it's a piece. It's an art piece, and um, you're hoping that the bass gets it. But you, we've been working towards building towards intellectual base, so, you know, making sure that our base is like, you know, intellectual, man. I think there's room for that still. Of course, man. I would hope that in 2014, man, that 
that we don't forget about the art form. And I don't want to be that old dude saying this and that, but it, it's refreshing to hear, you know, fucking microphone masters, man, like like yourself, man. So I'm, I'm happy for this shit. Yo, Ben Hameen. It's room for that dude, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Ben Hameen. Yeah. How's it feel, man? It feels, it feels good, Burr, to yeah. be back in the studio. That's good, man. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Uh, can I give a quick shout-out? No. No, shut the we hell don't, up. We don't ever shout-out. Nah? Who the fuck you want to shout-out, Fan man? Bros, man. One-year anniversary. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout-out, oh, Fan Bros. Thank you. Go. You know, one-year anniversary. Shout-out to everybody involved. Crazy kid. Tatiana King, Chico Leo, Kim Sonian. And we got to have Pharaoh on the show soon. I heard you mention that you're a comic book head and all that. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, most Let's definitely. Let's do it. Which comics, man? Uh, X-Men. Classic. Spider-Man, Daredevil, mainly X-Men. You saw Winter Soldier? I still got my books, too, yeah. man. Did you right. see Winter Soldier? I got my 137, Ooh, Phoenix Suicide. Phoenix. What? I got uh, my Days of Futures Past, though. Calvin and Hobbes. Did, did you see Captain America? They, yeah, uh, yeah. Winter Soldier? It was tight, which, you, It was tight. Right? I'm not a Captain America fan. That, that shit was pretty tight. You know, it's funny, man. I, I want to wrap this up, but I've, I've, I wasn't a, a big Captain America fan, but then recently they've been really getting into like the cold war and the whole so that i read that whole storyline mm-hmm. the whole winter soldier storyline mm-hmm. and he became actually one of my favorite characters so yeah. it's really good to see how they pull that shit off listen internets man i'm not gonna keep y'all any longer and i'm not gonna keep you pharaoh and guy you know what it is man dream those dreams and then man up and live those dreams because the life without dreams flows in black or white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound Yo, ptsd get that shit in the stores bitches Cheer, right cheer. now combat jack show we out peace 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 Hey, Combat. Hi, Premium. Once again, thanks to Quillo Concerts for sponsoring today's episode. Make sure to stop by quilloconcerts.com slash VIP slash Combat Jack. How do you spell Quillo? That's Q-E-L-L-O dot com slash VIP slash Combat Jack. Okay. And if you visit there, you'll get a free trial for some great full-length HD concerts and documentaries from your favorite musicians. Free? I'm, I'm telling you, it's free. I never made it to that Jay-Z uh, live concert at Radio oh, City no. where he performed Reasonable Doubt a few the years album? ago. Yeah, yeah. Mary J. Blige. But I just peeped it last night on Quello Concerts. What? It was amazing. Oh, Internets, quelloconcerts.com slash VIP slash Combat Jack. Check right. it out. Thank you, Quello. Numenati!